Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful Adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic. 
regarded our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact us, the email is rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and the website www.thesecretteachings.info where you can find our full show archive and more. Tonight, I really didn't prepare much for the show. There's just a lot on my mind. I had a general theme. And I wanted to share my thoughts with you. This is, I guess, technically Christmas Eve for some of you, Christmas Day for others, and just another day for a few people, perhaps, maybe a lot of people. I'm not sure how many of you actually celebrate Christmas or what it means to you. You know, I grew up and I used to think Christmas is fun because I get free gifts. And then as you get older, at least for me, I realized I don't like Christmas. I think that was my rebellion. I didn't like Christmas. The gifts were cool. But I didn't like Christmas otherwise. It's kind of like people who they want the government to provide things for them, but they really don't like the government. But if the government's offering something, they'll take it. And their excuse is, well, I don't like the government, so let me just take this free stuff. But I don't like you anyway. So I guess I guess I kind of went through that phase. And then I started to learn about the origins of Christmas. We talked about on Tuesday of this week, Conjunction Junction, What's Your Function was the name of the show. And uh, last night, I did not have a new show. It's Wednesday, the night I usually get my son. So it's kind of like our our hump day for the radio show. We do a best of show. And then Christmas, we always play the old interview with uh, D.M. Murdoch, author of The Christ Conspiracy. So I thought, maybe I should take tonight off. And then I I went over to the grocery store and I, I grabbed uh, some cucumbers and some lettuce. And I grabbed... Uh, little rice cake and I went down to sit in my car by the water and I was thinking about what's going on pertaining to Christmas. There's a lot. And I just, it was earlier today and I drove home and I just kind of prepped the show a little bit. And I thought, you know what? I do have some things to talk about that I think are relevant and I think it will be entertaining, especially for a Christmas Eve Christmas show you know, a lot of people might stay up later on Christmas Eve, kind of like New Year's. It's just a fun time. And so as I, you know, I got older, I didn't really uh, appreciate or not appreciate Christmas. It's just another day. But I like the symbolism of it. I, I like the meaning behind the, the tree and the bulbs or the ornaments. And We talked about where those things potentially come from, as we always have here on The Secret Teachings. A lot of people are of the mindset that the Amanita red and white mushroom and shamanism is the origin for Christmas presents and wrapping paper and ornaments and trees. And although that is an interesting subject, I don't think that's the only place that it comes from. I think that humans have seen the world in a similar way for thousands and thousands of years and similar mythologies have developed that Although gods and goddesses might go by different names, they're essentially representing the same thing. And there's a close 
uh, affiliation between Roman and Greek gods, as many of you know. Most people know that even if they don't know a lot about mythology. But you know like Venus and Aphrodite and you know uh, Bacchus and Dionysus and a lot of people know about Egyptian gods, the Egyptian pantheon of gods like Isis and Osiris and Typhon and Set or Seth, Bast, the cat goddess, or you know you have Mott or Thoth or Jehudi, just an endless number of gods. But ultimately all those gods were just branches of the one true god. So it was a very complex form of monotheism, or you could say a complex form of polytheism. And so all these gods, all these different energies, deities, usually a a king, a queen, a pharaoh, uh, an important person would take on the energy as a representative of the people or as a dictator or whatever they might be. And they might take it on themselves or, you know, their their people might align them with one of these gods, and so they they become that god. They are Marduk, or they are Osiris, or they are ruling in the shadow of Osiris, who's really in charge. And it's just like we often think that presidents or people that are in political power are, depending on the country, they, they are like the the spokesperson for God, because we say in America, and I don't agree with it, but they say that this is a Christian country, and I disagree with that. It's not a Christian country. It's not a, It shouldn't be a religious country at all. There's a separation of church and state, and uh, the people that came here and established what would be the colonies uh, under the British, they, they were trying to escape uh, persecution by a church, so it wasn't fully a Christian nation. It's just a convoluted history, and Christmas is very similar to that. I just found something interesting when I was thinking about all of this, about how we talked about the conjunction on Tuesday and how the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter is an alignment, right? It's an ordered alignment. And I thought that that was a macrocosm of the microcosm of what's happening on Earth. What's happening on Earth is within the next 60 days, we should have a very, very clear picture, probably 30 days, but within 60, I guess, depending on what happens publicly or what happens in Davos, whatever happens, we should know within 30 to 60 days what the great reset of the World Economic Forum is going to fully look like when it is unveiled to the world, although it's been dismissed as a theory, and yet you can go to their website and This guy, Klaus Schwab, runs it. And I was thinking about that. I talked about it on the the show on Tuesday. And if you missed the show, this is basically what just kind of came to my mind at the end of the broadcast. I was thinking that you have this conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter. It's an alignment of these two forces. Saturn is chaotic, but also it offers structure. Jupiter is order, but also offers a form of punishment if order is not followed. So Jupiter is kind of like a structure. It's order, Saturn is chaos and destruction, but also preparing the way for more life, new life. The god of time, the grim reaper, the the father of time. So this is kind of like a macrocosm of the microcosm of the Great Reset. And the Great Reset is run by a guy named Klaus Schwab. And we talked about on Tuesday how Klaus is one of the original names of Santa Claus or Sinterklaus. Klaus Schwab. 
And Klaus Schwab is essentially offering us a deal, much like Bill Gates and governors and presidents and prime ministers. Some of them aren't so much offering as they are demanding, like Boris Johnson just says, it's over. There's no Christmas at all. Everything's locked down. There's new strains of the virus. It's all over. The world is ending. So Klaus Schwab running the World Economic Forum, he's kind of like this Santa Claus-like figure. And he's offering us a new world, a better world, a restructured world, where we will have a a virtual utopia if we do what he says. Uh, And others are obviously telling us the same thing. If you get the shot, then you can travel. If you get the vaccine, you can travel. Some of these airlines have already initiated this, the uh, vaccine passport. Singapore Airlines is the first carrier to launch a COVID passport, which will display the vaccination status and COVID test results of passengers. So that's happening. And so it's this, this game of reward and punishment is what it is. And I think most of you know what this game of reward and punishment is. I mean, parents play with their kids. And of all times of the year, Christmas time and leading up to Christmas time is when you really pl- play this game. You know, parents tell their kids, which I, I, kind, I just don't, I don't like that style of parenting. That's not how I am with my son, and I, don't, and I won't be like that when he gets a little older. Um, I'll tell you what, I got him here in a little bit. It was pretty fun. Uh, we had a little Christmas get-together gathering, just my son and uh, Hope and I. So I don't like that kind of parenting. You know, if you don't do this, then Santa won't come if you don't clean your room, right? Well, now it's Santa won't come unless you wear a mask. Santa won't come unless he gets the vaccine. Dr. Fauci has said he has personally, personally delivered the vaccine to Santa Claus. And he said it with like this real smug kind of a look on his face, this real smugness in his voice. I don't know if you heard this. You might have heard this on another radio show. Uh, I know Clyde Lewis played this as well. But this was from CNN. (laughs) And... Fauci's just got this arrogant smile with, uh, what's that? I don't even remember. Who is that doctor? Sanjay Gupta or something like that. He's got, you know, kind of brown skin, big white teeth. We can trust him. He's got a red sweater on like Mr. Rogers, so we can trust him. Fauci's got a big smile on. You know, he turned 80 today or yesterday, Christmas Eve. Did you know that guy was 80? It must, must live longer when you have access to what goes on behind the scenes in the medical community. But Fauci's up there, and he's like, yeah, we gave him the vaccine. I'll play that clip for you, but it's not too important. This is the game of reward and punishment, though. You get the vaccine, you get to fly. You get the vaccine, you get to go to concerts. You get the vaccine, you get to go to sporting events. And Klaus Schwab, this guy who, you don't see Klaus Schwab on CNN. You don't see Klaus Schwab on, on uh, Fox News. He's just this guy that looks like an alien who talks with this deep voice where, like, you... If you pressed his ear, I'm pretty sure his face would come off and there'd be like a little a little alien behind some remote controls like Men in Black. Remember that? I'm pretty sure that's what happened would happen if you pressed one of his ears or something. Or how did they do that? They like they like touched the bottom of the earlobe or something and went and the face opened up. It was a little alien inside. <laughs> I think that's probably what would happen. So I don't know what the point is, Klaus, he is like a Santa Claus, because he's this this benevolent figure in a way for those who know him. I mean, for those of us who really know and they've read, read the books or we, you listen to shows like this, you know Klaus is, is basically an evil supervillain, something from James Bond. So is Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci. But 
others, they might perceive him as a positive force because he's offering to give us a better world if we do what he tells us to do, which is like Santa's naughty or nice list. Do what Santa wants you to do, what your parents want you to do, and now it's beyond a simple game of reward and punishment. Now it's a game of gaslighting and threats. It's if you don't do what the authorities tell you to do and if you don't do what others want you to do, it's not that Krampus or some other spirit of negative Christmas uh, de-joy is going to come after you. It's your fellow uh, Christmas participants who don't want to celebrate Christmas because they're afraid of getting sick and who think that Dr. Fauci actually went to the North Pole. I bet there are more adults who believe that than children. You know, let me just play the clip because I bet you there are more adults who believe this than children. That's how infantile some people really are. And they just, they smile. This is so funny. It's like a minute and 40 clip. Listen, listen to Dr. Fauci. Um, and Elmo's back for something else that I think he's on. That's right. Elmo's going to ask the question in his mask. Elmo's friend has a question about Santa Claus. How did Santa get the vaccine? And is it safe for him to go in the house? How can Santa Claus safely give out presents with COVID-19 spreading everywhere? How can he do it? Will Santa still be able to... Take some zinc. Isn't me in coronavirus <laughs> season? What if he can't go to anyone's house or near his reindeer? Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did... I took care of it. I shot ago, Santa Claus. I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity, and he is good to go. He can come down the chimney. He can leave the presence. He can leave, and you have nothing to worry about. Maybe Dr. Fauci forgot that COVID could still exist on the presence, right? Well, I guess the science doesn't show that, but everybody's still spraying toxic chemicals everywhere because they're afraid of a virus. I just, the, the, the disingenuousness and the, 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 I mean, it's obviously scripted. But I, I feel like there are literally people who might believe that, which is really scary. And I don't know if that's it's scary enough. But I don't know if that's scary or if the smiles of these three people on the screen here with Gupta and Fauci, if if their smiles are scarier. Like, I feel like if I go out to my car and I open the glove compartment and I get my sunglasses and put them on, I'm not going to see Fauci and, and Gupta, or whatever his name is. I'm going to see like it's going to be like they live like this is. I mean, here's the thing. We're talking about kids. and In this little video here, this little clip I just played for you, one of these kids is like, it's a little boy. He's like six years old. His name's Paxton. And he's, you know, he's got the, you know, his teeth kind of coming in all, you know, disordered and all over the place. I, I love children. Children are cute. They're adorable. And it's just like asking this genuine question because his parents probably, you know, set this up it's i don't know how they do this for sesame street you know people watch it and then they send in like requests like can my kid ask elmo a question so it's like this little kid and he's just asking you know is santa okay still be able to visit me in coronavirus season what if he can't go to anyone's house like obviously like the kids reading this like you can see him reading it (laughs) he's reading it but it's just the innocence of a child. And it's like last night 
when I, I didn't do a show because my son was here and uh, Hope, who's done a couple shows with us, she came over. She, well, she had given me this little teeny tiny Christmas tree we plugged in because it's Christmas, but also because my son likes lights. He's obsessed with lights. So before she got here, he was poking the tree and he was trying to put the lights in his mouth. And he's really weird. He'll put them in like up against his eye. I don't know what he's seen, but it's, it's, it's kind of funny, but kind of weird. So my son's playing with that. Hope comes over. We, we uh, give Fox his presents and uh, I got him. I got him some dinosaurs, but I got him this big container of uh, colored balls. And he just kind of like was vibrating and shaking. Like I could tell he, he, he loved it. I got a video of it. And he just, it was like a compulsiveness. <laughs> he, could, he didn't know what to do with these balls. There was like red, yellow, green, blue, uh, purple, I think, were the, with the different colors of the balls. And for context, if you, you'd never heard about my son Fox before, this kid is into colors and he's into lights. And he doesn't really care much about anything else except maybe like a, he likes keyboards and mice because he sees me on them once in a while. So he's all over these little balls and he starts taking them out. He starts organizing them by color. And then he just says, you know what, screw it. <laughs> I'm dumping the bag. So he dumps the whole bag. They're all over the floor and he's just having a good time. And it doesn't have to be because Santa brought them or even that daddy brought them or that hope brought him a gift. It's just that he's having a good time. He's a kid. And when it was time to go to bed, I felt, I felt so bad when we put him to bed. I felt so bad because all he wanted to do was play with these little tiny balls, these little colored balls. She, so hope was like, no, let's just put him down. I said, I know, but I got I got to like take one of each color of these balls and I got to put him in the crib so he can have something to play with. If he wakes up in the middle of the night and can't go back to sleep. I just, I got it. I just feel so bad. And that's, that's the extent of how I feel as, as a dad, you know, but I don't feel bad in the sense of like, oh my God, my son's going to get sick. I have to get him a vaccine. Like my son's not been vaccinated. He eats virtually a, 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 a whole foods plant-based diet, no meat, no dairy. He's off the charts in terms of growth, intelligence, health, etc. He's had one cold in almost two years, and that's a detox process of the body. He's perfectly fine. You can say, well, maybe you got lucky your son's really great he's healthy not everybody's like that well sure they're not that doesn't mean that a virus made them sick so my my son is just playing with these little colored balls it's all he wants and you know you watch these tv shows like sesame street i don't know if you watch these but one one time one time i watched this one time with my son fox and it was the most disingenuous brainwashing liberal left-leaning marxist garbage i'd ever seen in my life and sesame street didn't always used to be like that but i think that might have been the intention it's just gotten worse but they have these kids that are just genuine little kids like hey i want to know what are you going to do santa's sick my mom's wearing a mask my dad's wearing a mask grandma's wearing a mask we can't have christmas you know there isn't enough money for presents what if santa's sick and he can't bring me anything help me dr fauci dr fauci can you help and fauci's like don't worry i went up to the north pole i gave him a jab and it's all good all right i'm taken care of it's all right. And I'm just thinking, is the, am I living in, in, a, in a virtual reality? Did I miss something? This is, what, this is worse, and I know it was a joke, but this is worse than when NORAD tracks Santa. You can probably see them tracking Santa right now. Like just go to one of the Santa trackers, and they'll tell you where he's at. He's over, you know, he's over Illinois, or he's over Texas, or he's over like the Czech Republic or something. So Santa's all over the world. 
And uh, he he's fine, though, because he got a COVID vaccine. Luckily, he didn't succumb to the severe anaphylactic shock or the, the, the sudden uh, cases of death that other people have with COVID vaccines. But Santa seems to be OK. He seems to be healthy. But it's thank thank God for Dr. Fauci. He, he took time out of his, his, his birthday week, too. Did you know that he's 80 years old? He took time out of his week and he went up and he took care of Santa Claus. Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I beat his I brains there in. And I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. Great. He vaccinated Santa himself. So he's really worried about what the kids think, but he's not too worried about their parents being out of jobs or the social aspect of having virtually no social uh, interaction at all and being under lockdown and staying home and not being able to have facial uh, contact with your children. He's not concerned about that, but they're very concerned about Santa Claus getting that vaccine. So I guess that's the good news tonight. If you're waiting for Santa and you're listening to the secret teachings and you have your mask on, you can take it off because Santa's vaccinated. It's all okay. What he didn't say was that you have to wait like two weeks and then get a second vaccine. So I, this uh, this little PR stunt they did on CNN is about, and the reason I think it's funny, but also very scary, is that it's about as accurate as anything else they've told us. Oh, yeah, I vaccinated Santa. Okay. Uh, Santa's a mystical, magical entity. But Santa's also a spirit. And the spirit of Jupiter and Saturn is, well, it's that, that conjunction, it's well alive. The macrocosm of the realignment on Earth of the Great Reset. And the next stage of the Great Reset is the climate organization, the climate reorganization. Who runs France? Who runs France? Emmanuel Macron. And what did Macron say a couple of years ago? He wanted to rule like Jupiter. And the Climate Accord is the next part of the Great Reset. It's just its just interesting how all this comes together. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows also don't forget to check out the fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk stream live where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm every year around the holidays we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at the secret teachings That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. 
You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, 
I guess, depending on where you are. For others, they don't celebrate Christmas, so just another day for you. I'm kind of in the middle of all that. I don't really like Christmas. I don't really hate Christmas. Maybe I lean in that direction. I just feel like a lot of people are so worn out, so drained, and they have high hopes for 2021. And if you remember, a lot of people felt the same way about 2019, and then 2020 didn't turn out too great. And now 2021 is upon us. And it's looking to be a very similar year to 2020, except there are going to be more things like vaccination passes. Singapore Airlines has become the first to carry a COVID passport as one of their restrictions to fly on the airline. But despite the fact that Singapore Airlines and others are now looking into this, and we've had Ticketmaster suggest the same thing, the Transportation Security Administration, you know, the TSA, the TSA said that they've screened what is essentially a record number of travelers since March of this year. So more people than at any other point this year, except for before what's been going on, have decided to travel and uh, millions of people and so uh, a TSA spokesperson Lisa Farbstein said that if you choose to travel this holiday please wear a mask I'm wondering at what point we realize that the mask hasn't worked I'm wondering at what point are we going to realize that the lockdowns haven't worked like California has some of the strictest COVID-19 lockdowns, and yet they apparently, according to news reports from the last 24 to 36 hours, have seen a surge in cases. Now remember, Carrie Mollis said that because you have a particle in your body doesn't make you sick, which is what Antoine Bacamp said hundreds of years ago, long before Louis Pasteur ever thieved his germ theory that just because germs are responsible for fermentation that they must be responsible for disease too this has never been proven but it has been disproven time and time and time again we're being told that there is a scary mutation of covid in the uk so they've locked down the whole country just in time for christmas and that there's a super Super, super, super scary strain of COVID-19. So it's scary. It's a super COVID. There's one in South Africa, and they're saying it's worse than the super COVID in the UK. You just put words next to things. It doesn't mean anything. Super COVID. Scary COVID. Frightening COVID. Terrifying COVID. It's like, uh, even if you believe that viruses cause disease, it's just a particle. And do you know who isn't dying of COVID? Even if every single thing statistically and data-wise is accurate, people who have the right amount, or at least have some amount, of vitamin D in their body, vitamin C, uh, zinc, 
people that take care of themselves and people that don't poison themselves willingly, which is about, uh, I don't know, the Centers for Disease Control estimates that roughly almost half, but about 40% of all annual deaths from each of the leading causes of death in the United States are totally preventable. So we're poisoning ourselves. We're killing ourselves. We just don't really know why. And there are no health officials that are telling us why. I mean, once in a while you get someone who's like, hey, maybe you should eat less sugar, less fat. Maybe you should. I mean, Hope's really got me on a, uh, a stricter, lower fat thing, which I'm so grateful for because I've been so anti-sugar for so long. I kind of forgot about the fat. And I've been trying to cut some of the fat out, even though it's mostly a plant-based diet. I, I like those bitchin' dips. Those are very good, you know. Sometimes I eat a little bit too much avocado, but that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a separate thing. Uh, we poison ourselves with the way that we do or don't take care of ourselves. And uh, I understand that there is an argument that, well, not everybody can eat healthy. Um, you can eat healthy. Uh, you know that a two liter of Mountain Dew is not good for you. That's why they call it junk. Uh, you know that a family size container of uh, those little tiny fish. What are those called? The little tiny fish. What are those? I can't remember those. Goldfish. Yeah, goldfish. The snack that smiles back. Mm, goldfish. The, the goldfish. Like that's not good for you. That's why we call it junk food. So, I mean, even if you live next to a Walmart, like I, I've went to Walmart a few times this year. Not proud about that. I should just be like, yeah, I went to Walmart a few times this year. Just kind of say it off to the side. Not really proud of that, but I went to Walmart a few times. And, uh, like, you can buy, there's stuff there that you can buy that isn't totally toxic. (laughs) So, anyway, the point is, scary COVID, super COVID, all these things. Um, Despite that, people are still traveling. And what concerns me about the traveling isn't so much that people should or shouldn't wear a mask. It's that... They're traveling, and they're going to travel regardless of what's going on. They're going to travel because they have to. They're going to travel because they, 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 they choose to, to see family or whatever. I mean, hell, you have, you have mayors and other people that are going out of town to see family after they told the people of their city to stay home and not open their doors and keep all the windows shut, kind of like something from Omega Man or something. But they go out and they do their traveling without masks and social distancing. So you have these scary mutant super covids and you don't have health officials that warning us about the dangers of sugar or the dangers of fat or the dangers of of processed food or the dangers of too much television watching the dangers of too much cnn watching or the dangers of i would suggest too much higher education which becomes indoctrinating brainwashing in a lot of schools uh, marxist leninist garbage that just corrupts the mind and corrupts the body. So uh, as a result of the fear and the terror, some people would say, no, it's not fear, it's information. Well, yeah, information is information, but if you're afraid, then yes, that's fear. I read this other story. A city team of San Jose forced to shut down and cancel Christmas meals because of COVID-19. And I read that and I thought, okay, so they're going to cancel Christmas meals for people that need them because covid could be lurking and they don't really give much detail as per why just that 
it's COVID. Uh, Despite the fact that the FDA and others have maintained that you don't get COVID through food and that there are certain settings, it's, it's all pseudoscience. You can get COVID at home with your family, but you can't get it at school or at Lowe's. So I guess if you can't get it through food, why would they shut down the food kitchen? I guess people are congregating too close to one another, eating food without their masks and all that. But it's being shut down. You can't have any more food for Christmas. Boris Johnson says you can't even have a Christmas at all. They've put the country into a hardcore lockdown. Hardcore. That's where our friends Don Lester and David Parker are over there in the U.K., And I read this article about Boris Johnson and the cancellation of Christmas, and uh, I just found this line very interesting. It says, The government's chief scientific advisor, Patrick Valance, said, There was no evidence that this strain of the virus was more lethal, but faster transmission would mean more cases, which could lead to more hospitalizations and deaths. Despite the fact that this particular strain of COVID has been identified before. I think I was reading somewhere in, was it South America or something? I mean, there's one in South Africa, and they're calling it scary. Ooh, spooky COVID. I mean, there's going to be a new COVID for every holiday, right? This is a a more festive COVID. It's got, you know, all the trimmings. Halloween will be a spooky COVID. We'll have like a summer solstice covid I mean, it's, it's so preposterous. And then what really gets me when I was thinking about this stuff, what really gets me is that I'm sure a lot of you saw this. People were furious about it because of their children. But the National Health Services uh, apologized in the U.K. for showing Santa Claus with COVID-19. <laughs> and they said it wasn't meant for children we're sorry that we showed Santa getting really, really sick. Santa Claus got sick from COVID because you didn't wear your mask. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you uh, you want your presence and you want to see your family. You're making Santa sick. Santa's dying. He's in the hospital. Maybe that's where Fauci went and gave him the vaccine. Fauci said he gave a vaccine to uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, that's that's real. I played that earlier. Can you believe that? It's about as uh, real as social distancing is based on science. Uh, I've yet to see one scientific report that has ever proven that through the observation of viral particulates that have been proven to further cause infection inside of the droplets that are expelled from the mouth or the nose when one sneezes, talks, coughs, etc. Has not been documented or proven, and the few studies that have been conducted only show that if I go, chew water or saliva goes forward, and then it falls. It doesn't show you that there's anything in the droplets. But who cares about real science? We just use the word science. We use the word scary, spooky COVID. It's spooky. It's terrifying COVID. Well, Santa Claus, they said he had COVID, but they apologies, uh, says the NHS. He, he's recovering. He's okay now. Santa Claus is okay. They've got him on like oxygen or something in the hospital here in the picture that I'm looking at. I just, he doesn't look that fat in this picture. Maybe one of the symptoms of COVID is like you lose a bunch of weight or something. I don't know. But I thought that was strange. 
particularly because Santa Claus has other problems, doesn't he? Doesn't he have other problems? Why, why is Santa worried about COVID? Why are we worried about Santa having COVID? Santa Claus has another condition. It's called morbid obesity. And morbid obesity kills thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and so on and so forth of people a year, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands around the world. And a large portion of that, people are doing it to themselves, knowing or not knowing. So Santa Claus is sick with COVID. The NHS says, we're sorry about that. Fauci goes to the North Pole, he says, and he's going to vaccinate Santa. He told us that. We played it earlier. Here it is again. Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity and he is good to go. He can come down the chimney. He can. It's a very scientific test, by the way, measuring. I've, I, I measured his immunity. You measured his immunity. How'd you do that? How did you, you measured his immunity? <laughs> Ryan, it's supposed to be, it's, it's just something fun and you know, entertaining for parents and kids and like, listen, if you're sitting your kid in front of a TV to watch whatever this clown is, Sanjay Gupa, or Gupta, whatever his name is, and Dr. Fauci, I mean, I don't like CPS, but I've got four or five digits dialed. I mean, if you're sitting your kid in front of a TV to watch that, that's child abuse as far as I'm concerned. That's just wrong. But no, 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 it's okay because, because Elmo is here, and Elmo wants to know. If Santa's okay. Elmo's friend has a question about Santa Claus. Yeah, and Elmo has a mask on while he's asking, or he's talking, you know, about these kids who have uh, questions. That's how they do they do that on Sesame Street, right? The kids have questions, and they, they go in for the kids that are reading a script, right? A lot of these kids that like look basically look autistic because of the vaccines their parents have given them and the, and the drugs and the chemicals and the poison they've given them. These kids are like autistic and it's not making fun of the kids. It's like it pisses me off. And it's not because I'm a dad. It's just because I'm a human who has a soul and a heart. And you see the little innocent kids that are just being totally like this one kid in the video on scene. And this kid, not only that, but he's also deaf. He looks totally autistic. I mean, these, these kids look like they've been just they've been beaten to death. Which is interesting because there's a Christmas character who does beat children. His name's Krampus. He's very popular in Germanic lore. I learned about Krampus years and years and years ago and how Krampus is like this dark counterpart of Santa Claus, right? And Krampus, he doesn't bring you presents. He brings you punishment. So Santa might have a naughty or nice list and he might bring you some coal. But Krampus brings you punishment. He comes and he beats you. (laughs) Krampus... That's, that's the story. I mean, that's how they do it in Germany. You know, you get your fingers cut off or you, you get your tongue burned. or uh, There's so many stories like kids just get the, the hell beat out of them, you know, and then you never make that mistake again because Krumpus came with a stick and he beat you or he came with a whip and he whipped you. It's a great, it's a lovely Christmas story, really. It's supposed to have a, you know, a meaning to it. It's supposed to teach kids a lesson like Krumpus is going to come get you. I don't agree with that kind of parenting, but this, the, the Krumpus story is just kind of funny to me a little bit. 
But you have these other characters. You know, you have the Grinch, right? The Grinch who stole Christmas. You have Scrooge. And you have Krampus. And you have these three energies, these three characters. And you might, you might have watched, like, I, I thought it was kind of funny. I liked the, the Grinch with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is an intolerable political hack now. But I liked the Grinch with Jim Carrey, you know. Jury duty, jury duty, jury duty, jury duty, pink slip, pink slip, junk mail, junk mail. That was, what, that was one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Or like where they're, they're giving him the pudding and they're telling him what pudding this is. And this old guy comes up. He's like, this is not pudding. <laughs> he's like, what is it? <laughs> so I, I watched The Grinch. I liked The Grinch, you know, when I was younger. It was a funny, it was a funny take on The Grinch. And it, it has a happy ending. The Grinch's heart grows three times bigger you know, then, but then you have the Scrooge and you have Krampus, and Krampus is not Krampus's heart doesn't grow. Krampus has these horns and hooves, and he comes with chains and sticks, and he beats kids, and it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of like this is what's happening to these children. You look at these children, you look at how scared they are, you look at how afraid they are, you look at how neurologically damaged they are, and they're neurologically damaged and they're terrified and they're afraid because of what people like Dr. Fauci do. They're terrified because of what these hacks like Gupta do. They're terrified because of what these scumbag politicians and what these so-called elitists direct through the news agencies and direct through the television production companies that this is what needs to be shown to children to entertain and inform them. I just picture like some giant fat. Remember Alex Jones used to say, like, pot-belly pedophiles? That's what I imagine. Some just big, obese, like, bigger than Santa Claus obese, some big, obese, like, waddling, pot-belly pedophile, just, like, with the swollen neck and big cheeks, just went talking like this. And just, like, we, we want to put Elbow in a mask. Put him in a mask and ask Dr. Fauci if he's going to get Santa a vaccine. It's just, like, where, what planet are these people from? It's very, very disturbing, is it not? It's, it's like scary. This feels like Halloween. It doesn't feel like Christmas. Doesn't it feel like more like Halloween? I mean, even for, at least for Halloween, they had robots that delivered candy. Do you remember that we talked about? Or for Halloween, they had like, you know, the same kind of thing. Like, we're worried about COVID. Wipe down your candy. But nobody's asking, like, what's in the candy? Wipe it down, but don't read the ingredients or the nutrition label. Same thing with Christmas. Everybody's concerned. Santa's got COVID, oh no. And Dr. Fauci's like, don't worry. I went up to the North Pole and I gave him a good one. I va- right in the arm. I put it right in his arm. I gave him two shots. You know, I thought they were supposed to get two shots, but Fauci said he only gave him one. Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went and I neutralized Santa Claus there and i vaccinated santa claus myself well santa will definitely be dead now hopefully santa didn't have an allergic reaction or he won't be flying anywhere tonight but it doesn't really matter because norad will track santa anyway and they'll tell you where he's at and i know that was like a fun little joke when it first began like the air force tracks santa claus but even though it's kind of a joke and you look at fauci who looks like i mean this guy just is the the embodiment of like a scrooge or he's not a Grinch because he didn't. St- he supposedly saved Christmas. He saved Santa, but he gave him a vaccine, and he gave him one of these mRNA vaccines. Supposedly, that's more like Krampus. Like you listen to how he says it. He's like, "Oh, I was worried your kids were going to be thinking that, so I went up there and I gave him a shot. You know, I gave him a couple shots. I broke his knee. I mean, I just gave him a 
gave him a shot in the arm. He's okay now. He's all right. Like they went up and they killed Santa and they replaced him with Bill Gates. Now Bill Gates is going to run Santa's route this year and he's going to distribute vaccines to everybody. Well, we're going to give everybody vaccines and we're going to come down the chimney and vaccinate you while you're sleeping. These people are disgusting. <laughs> you don't see the, the energy they embody. And that's really what this, this is what this show is about tonight. It's the, it's the embodiment of, you know, people say the spirit of Christmas, right? Or the spirit of Krampus. You know, we had that great conjunction on, uh, what was that, Monday, Sunday, Monday. And we talked about it on Tuesday. Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn is chaos, but also order. Jupiter is order, but also chaos. And something came to my mind while I was doing that show, and I thought more about it yesterday when my son was here, and I thought a lot about it today. Saturn and Jupiter coming into alignment, this great conjunction is a macrocosm of the Great Reset, which is a restructuring of culture, economics, societies, states, etc. on Earth. It's a macrocosm of this Great Reset, which is the microcosm of the Great Conjunction. And the Great Reset is run by a guy named Klaus Schwab, Klaus, center Klaus. Klaus Schwab's kind of like Santa Claus. He's, he's kind of good, but he's kind of bad, but he's just kind of sitting there and he's telling you like what'll happen, what's going to happen. He's going to come for Christmas. Don't worry. He'll bring you what you want. He'll bring a utopia and the new world. He'll bring you the new world. Just this evil, deep voice. I can't even do his voice. It's just it's disgustingly evil. And then you got people like Bill Gates that are running around, kind of like the little minions under Klaus Schwab. And Bill Gates, he's like a little elf, isn't he? Like a dark elf just running around making vaccines. We're going to inject these kids over here with a vaccine. We're going to inject these kids with a vaccine, and we're going to save everybody. Says Bill Gates, he's like a dark elf, and Klaus Schwab's just like this this horrible Santa Claus character. And then Fauci is 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 Krampus. He's there to, he's saving Santa, but really they're, they're saving you, but they're really killing you. They put a knife to your throat, slit your throat, the blood's coming up, but they're whispering in your ear. We're actually saving you. This is a vaccine while we cut your windpipe. It's a vaccine. It's good for you. Shh, just go to sleep. These people embody this, these characters, these energies, these spirits. And so what I found perhaps even more intriguing is that that's the quality of Saturn, the chaos, the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci. But there's another component of the Great Reset, one of the biggest that is supposed to be, according to officials that work with the World Economic Forum and according to the UN and all these groups, they say that the next threat will not be COVID-19. It will be, other than a, a, a cyber attack, it's going to be climate change. And we're going to need to restructure the world for climate change. And a lot of this is centered out of where the climate pact was made several years ago. It was made in Paris, Paris, France. And if you recall, the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, once said that he wanted to rule like Jupiter. So you have these weird, spiritual, energetic connections to leaders of countries, of government officials. They take on the persona of a crumpus like Fauci. I went and I vaccinated Santa Claus and the Scrooge and they're just really upset that you're happy like governors and mayors that are kind of like the Grinch. Like they come to steal Christmas and rather than giving you something for Christmas like I don't know more than $600 they give you $600 and then dump billions 
to Bill Gates, the little elf, to make more vaccines. Literally, that's in the stimulus bill or the relief bill. Billions of dollars to the Gavi Alliance founded by Bill Gates to make more vaccines. And then Bill Gates is going to distribute the vaccines. He's just a little elf. What did He made us vaccines for Christmas. That's what you, everybody gets a vaccine. Everybody's getting a vaccine. You know, it's like. Uh, was that like on Oprah, right? Everybody, everybody gets a car. Everybody gets a vaccine. You get a vaccine. You get a vaccine. You get, even Santa Claus got a vaccine. I gave him a vaccine. I jabbed it right in his arm. I don't know. I just feel like we're living in like the Twilight Zone mixed with an episode of Star Trek mixed with like the X-Files and Star Wars mixed with like the, the was it like the Outer Limits or something? It's just a lot of weird stuff going on. I, I don't know. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe. It's our Christmas Eve Christmas show. It's a weird one tonight. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and soft cover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift 
happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called joker in the deck. We are The Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe news. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. It's our Christmas Eve Christmas show. Tomorrow, Christmas night into Saturday, we will play our interview with DM Murdoch from a couple of years ago before she passed away. She authored a book called The Christ Conspiracies. It's a really great interview, one of the last ones I think she did, and that will be playing tomorrow on The Fringe exclusively at the same time as The Secret Teachings always airs Monday through Friday. The archive is on the website. Top news is on the website. My books, all of that, www.thesecretteachings.info. So you have the spirit of Christmas, which has slowly and now more rapidly been sucked out of most households. It's the spirit of joy and giving and fun and happiness and family, whatever it is that might be the spirit of Christmas to you, but it's been slowly stripped away. People have been slowly beaten down, slowly tortured and terrorized, slowly coerced 
and manipulated and gaslit. You have these characters that represent the opposite of the spirit of Christmas. You have the Grinch. You have the Scrooge. You have Krampus. Krampus is the opposite of Santa. Krampus brings you punishment rather than reward. He brings you something if you are on the naughty list, not the nice list. Krampus also comes with a stick or with a whip and he beats you, usually little children. He beats the children if they've been bad. Now this is an old story and it's been passed on through generations and it's become very popular in the last couple of years, probably in the last decade, it's become very, very popular. Something we've talked about for years. And uh, Krampus is very similar to Saturn. Very similar to people's association between Saturn and Satan. Which is also Saturn, Satan, Santa. And I know it might be confusing how Krampus, if he's the negative expression of Santa, how can Santa, Satan, Saturn also be Krampus? Well, it's because there's a black god and a white god. Osiris in Egypt, the green man, although he is green, he's a black and white god. He is powerful and loving and creative, but he's also destructive. Saturn is creative by the destructive things that he brings, the destructive qualities, time. He reclaims what is his, but he leaves space for new life to grow. A pure embodiment of one of these characteristics, though, is off balance and destructive. Otherwise, if you have Saturn in line, Saturn is chaos and order, but it is also order and chaos. It might be more chaotic and destructive, but it leads to order. Jupiter, on the other hand, is order and chaos, but also chaos and order as well. It's structure, but it leads to destructure. And the realignment, and I say realignment because these planets have aligned before. It's happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago and hundreds and hundreds of years before that. And there are planetary alignments all the time. This one's just been called the Christmas star. Saturn and Jupiter align in the Great Conjunction, signifying the macrocosm in the sky and the heavens, of the microcosm of realignment below. And the realignment below is the restructuring of economies and societies and cultures and states, nations, countries, and ideologies under the Great Reset, which is run by a guy named Klaus, which is one of the original names for Santa Claus. Klaus. And the contractual obligation that we have with Klaus and with Bill Gates and with the governor of your state or the prime minister or president of your country is do what they tell you to do and you will get a present for Christmas. Don't do what they tell you to do. You get punished. Krampus comes with a whip and he whips you. He beats you. He brings a stick and he just beats the hell out of you because you didn't do what you were told to do. And it doesn't matter if the officials are doing what they've told you to do. They can do what they want, but you have to obey. You can't question them, or they'll send Krampus again with a stick to beat the hell out of you. And so you have these figures like the Grinch. The Grinch learns. The Grinch's heart grows in the end, but the Grinch steals Christmas, or tries to steal Christmas. And you have that embodiment in 
the governor of California, I don't even want to say this guy's name, but this governor of California and governors of other states like Washington and Idaho and uh, Michigan and New Jersey and New York and the list goes on and on and on and on. And these governors try to steal Christmas from you. They try to steal happiness. They try to steal joy from you. There's even a CNN report. I believe this was from last night. A guest named Dr. Andrew Pastuski. And here is his message for the American people. Normalcy. What's your message? You know, it's uh, it's Christmas Eve. Uh, it's not the only holiday, obviously, uh, happening this month and in the coming days. There's a lot that people want to celebrate and they want to find joy somewhere. What's your message to Americans this morning based on what you see and what you hope to see in the coming year? Christmas should not be fun this year. Christmas should not be fun this year. I wouldn't touch you with a 29-and-a-half-foot pole. I mean, these people embody the Grinch. They're worse than the Scrooge. They're worse than the Grinch, but they embody the spirit of the theft of joy and the theft of spirit. They literally are stealing the joy from people. They're literally stealing happiness from people. Although, the good news is, they're only stealing it because you allow them to. They're only stealing it because when they tell you to jump, you ask how high. They're only stealing it because they frightened and terrified you. So in a sense, they are necessary evil because they are the things, they are the spirits, the energies, they are the people who test you. They test your will. They test your energy. Are you going to fight back against it? Or are you going to participate and do what you are told? Are you going to let the Grinch steal Christmas? Are you going to let the Scrooge bring you down? Are you going to let Krumpus come and beat you? Because you're being punished for not following some arbitrary demand by a psychopath? Which is what some of these governors are. Not all of them, but some of them are psychopathic. I mean... Cuomo in New York is a psychopath. This guy is a Machiavellian, narcissistic, egocentric, psychopathic. We can go beyond that, but I mean, the pierced nipples. I mean, this guy is, I'm not saying if you have pierced nipples, it's a bad thing, but this guy is like into some dungeon stuff. And I'm sure he's taken it, you know where. He'd probably like to get beat by Krumpus, if you know what I mean. Then you have Santa Claus. Santa Claus is a little bit different. Santa brings you gifts, right? Well, in the theme of Santa Claus, anyway, Center Klaus, as he was once known, Klaus Schwab is offering to redo the world for you, you know. And really, what <laughs> I was thinking about this, what what the Great Economic Reset is all about, and the Great re, the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum, what that's all about. It's kind of like Extreme Makeover Home Edition, except it's it's Extreme Makeover Civilization Edition, something to that effect. You can think of something catchier. And you know that part where they're like, move that bus, and they move the bus, and it's just like this nice house. 
There's an episode of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they like, they burn down the house accidentally. So they move the bus and everything's destroyed. But they've still got the little taco bed that Charlie made for the little Mexican girl. <laughs> little Mexican girl. But that's kind of what I see. It's like Klaus Schwab's like, move that bus. And they move the bus and the world is now under his control. Except it's not a bus. It's freedom. It's free thought, free expression, free movement. Freedom of association, freedom to protest, freedom to be a human. And they're like, move that freedom. And you move it thinking you're going to get equality and all these wonderful things. And what do you get? You get Kamala Harris with a sickle. You get Joe Biden with a hammer. And you got Crumpus behind them like Valak behind the old man in The Conjuring 2. And even Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are like, and Boris Johnson are like, he won't let me go. He won't let me go. And they had to put the tapes together, Ed and Lorraine Warren in that movie. And it's really like the, the, the old man was terrorizing the family, but he wasn't in control. The demon was controlling him. All these people, all the Grinches and the Scrooges and the Crumpuses. Crumpus is, is this new spirit. It's the year of Crumpus. You know, screw the year of the rat. This is the year of Crumpus. He came to do much more than take Christmas, much more than take joy, much more than take happiness, much more than to corrupt basic family gatherings. Simple family gatherings where they say coronavirus is spreading the most when you get together with family. But you can go to Walmart, and that's okay. It doesn't spread at Walmart. Crumpus is everywhere. Crumpus, or the spirit of Crumpus, those that are punished for not doing what they are told, because that's what Santa Claus is. That's what the Klaus is. It's a clause. It's an, ob- an obligation. You do what you're told, or there is punishment. It's an obligation. You enter into this contract with Santa Claus, right? And you get these people like the Grinch, or I'm sorry, you know, these doctors, like here's Dr. Andrew Pastuski. Uh, yeah, uh, Christmas should not be fun this year. Christmas should not be fun this year. Yeah, it's, it shouldn't be fun. Dr. Fauci's over here. He's like, listen, uh, I went up to the North Pole, and I gave, him a, uh, I gave him a couple shots. Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity, and he is good to go. He can come down the chimney. He can leave the presents. He can leave, and you have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to worry about. And the little caption in the CNN video is the ABCs of COVID-19, because they have Elmo in it. Elmo's here to uh, to make sure that uh, the kids get to ask their questions. Elmo's friend has a question about Santa Claus. Here's the ABCs of COVID. Uh, a stands for airborne fraud. When the Centers for Disease Control said it was an accident, it was an error that they ever said that it was spreading through the air. Totally fabricated. Uh, B stands for bull <laughs> uh, of the PCR testing. C stands for, I mean, you can really go down the list. <laughs> I, can, I give you a lot of different things that the ABCs of COVID stand for. Uh, but there's something that Fauci didn't mention. He said that Santa Claus, he can come down the chimney, leave the presents, it's all good. But he didn't say that that one thing that kids do. What is that one thing kids do for Santa? They leave out milk and cookies, right? 
You know, the NHS in the UK, they put out this sort of like a propaganda video of Santa Claus in the hospital dying of COVID. Oh, he's dying of COVID. It was before Fauci gave him the vaccine. So he recovered and he got the vaccine. It's all okay. No, 98% survival rate, 2% of those people that die are dying of mostly things that are uh, either related to car wrecks and gunshots or obesity and diabetes. And then the few people that supposedly died of COVID exclusively are just assumptions because there hasn't been an otherwise definitive answer for why they died. Uh, maybe they were stabbed, and that has happened too. So what's going on here is total statistical fraud. And Johns Hopkins University, although they pulled the report, uh, Johns Hopkins reported that no additional elderly people have died this year, just the normal number of elderly people. But we're being told it doesn't matter. Boris Johnson says the UK has to shut down. Santa Claus was sick even. There's a scary COVID in South Africa, a super COVID in the UK. Doctors are saying Christmas should not be fun this year. Others are saying Christmas should be canceled this year. I mean, obviously, you're going to celebrate Christmas, but this might be one of the last times you can celebrate Christmas. This might be one of the last times you can get together with family by choice. You know that officials in the UK are telling people that they will go, uh, or excuse me, in New York City, that if you come from the UK, they will go door to door making sure you're in quarantine. So if you're thinking about heading to New York City from the UK, they are going to make sure you go into hard quarantine. And they don't have needles with them. They have guns with them. And they're going to make sure that you're staying safe so that other people stay safe. See, if you were to actually understand how real science works, not the word science. You'd understand that if you have a mask or a vaccine, theoretically you should be protected. You shouldn't have to get a vaccine to protect other people. Do you know where that comes from? That's not from science. That comes from Yale University running an an examination of how to manipulate people with words and emotion and fear and terror into obtaining a vaccine, into accepting a vaccine, not through science, not through logic or reason, but through terror, which, in my opinion, they should be tried. All the people behind that study, uh, which was published on clinicaltrials.gov, they should be tried under the Patriot Act, Section 802 for domestic terrorism. Coercing a civilian population through terror, that's what they're doing. To all of you, to all of us, that's what they're doing with Santa Claus, laying in the hospital, really sick. Santa's sick. He's got oxygen because he can't breathe. Well, here's something that we don't ever talk about when it comes to Santa Claus. Santa Claus might be a jolly, happy, fun-loving guy, and he comes and squeezes down the chimney a couple, well, it was once a year, a couple, uh, couple countries probably don't have any Santa Claus uh, you know, mythos. I'm not sure. But Santa Claus comes, he squeezes down this chimney, and comes in and he gives you some presents. And what does he do when he gets there? What do you do for Santa and his reindeer? You leave out cookies and milk, right? Did we forget about the cookies and milk? So Santa leaves out the cookies and milk. And I, I find it funny. Fauci didn't mention that. He didn't say like, I went up, I gave him the vaccine. He can come down the chimney, leave the presents. It's all okay. I took care of it. But what about the cookies and milk, Fauci? Doesn't Santa get cookies and milk? That's like a staple of Santa Claus. He gets milk and he gets cookies, damn it. 
He wants the cookies. He wants the milk, whether it's that really crappy cookie with the giant Hershey's kiss in the middle or it's the really, really soft cookies that you get with the white icing and the sprinkles on top, you know, or it's one of those like jelly filled cookies or it's the shortbread cookies or the pretzel cookie with the salt on it. That was my favorite. You know, Santa gets these cookies. That's part of the deal. That's part of the contract. You be good. He brings you presents. And then as a parting gift, you give him some cookies and some milk. And then he leaves. I I understand it's a game. Uh, You know, I'm not serious, right? But this is what we do with Santa. Nobody's bringing up what I brought up on Halloween. Remember what I brought up on Halloween? I said, we said it here on The Secret Teachings. People are terrified. They're frightened. My friend Mike D called me before Halloween and he said he's like dude in my in my housing complex um his he's got an HOA he's like they're telling us that we have to meet people halfway down the driveway to give them the candy it's not safe to come up to the house but it's safe to come halfway down in the driveway and meet these kids and their parents this doesn't make any sense and i said yeah but what about the candy itself that's what's poisonous that's what's toxic the sugar and the dye and the fat and all the other things in the candy that's what's poisonous oh just let them have some fun let the kids have fun people say well great then let families have fun getting together for christmas see that whole thing is predicated on the myth that you keep people safe when you do what you're told you protect other people when you do what you're told you don't do what you're told. You're hurting other people. You become Krampus. You beat other people when really you're being beaten into submission by Krampus. It is the year of Krampus, not the year of the rat. And so as a result of this, you feel that if other people aren't participating, they are actively attempting to harm you and your family. So this turns people against each other. This is one of the fundamental ways in which the Grinch has stolen Christmas and general joy in the human experience overall this year. More so, perhaps, than uh, ever in recent history. So, Santa Claus, he comes to eat these cookies and milk. And uh, Halloween, you've got the candy. And one wonders if the candy should be more of a concern than the virus. People were wiping off candy, but they weren't concerned about what the candy was. We're making sure Santa's vaccinated, but we're not making sure Santa's not eating the milk and cookies. Now, why? Because we've had just generations of people brainwashed by institutions that milk is good for you and that sugar is okay and processed foods and flours that it's all okay. And you get doctors and scientists and others that are like, no, actually, thought of this is toxic. It's poisonous. You shouldn't be consuming it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Limit your amount. You know, dilute it. Whatever you're going to do, just don't do this. But real science tells us that, and yet people like Fauci just tell us, get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. How about like Fauci and Obama and Bush and Clinton and Biden? How about they go on TV and like eat an apple? How about that? How about you go on TV and like eat a banana? How about you go on TV and like eat some celery? Dip it in some peanut butter, you know, put some ants on it, make an ants on a log. Why don't you go on TV and like eat food, real food? Take a B12 supplement and some zinc go on TV and take a vaccine. Go on TV and eat some real food. Why don't you run, run, run for 20 minutes on the treadmill? You old, decrepit, husk demon that they call Joe Biden and that sellout whore Kamala Harris who slept her way to the top by sucking off government officials. Literally, that's in Newsweek. 
that little communist piece of trash whose family's white, but she's got dark skin, so it's okay. She can rape black people, and that's okay. It's acceptable. I guess I'm digressing from the point. I want to know what happened to the milk and cookies. And when we come back from break, I'm going to talk about the milk and cookies because Santa is really obese. Did you know that? Santa's really obese. And it's funny because CNN published a story months ago that obese people would not be able to take a vaccine. It wouldn't work on them. It wouldn't have any effect because of their poor diets and lifestyles. They were sick. And the vaccine wouldn't do anything. But Fauci goes, he gives Santa Claus a vaccine, and now suddenly Santa's great. But Santa's morbidly obese. If you're really worried about something this Christmas, you should be worried about obesity and diabetes and heart disease, gallbladder disease, sleep apnea, low quality of life, mental illness, cancer, high blood pressure, hypertension. I mean, these are the things you should really be scared of. And you can actually control these things. But that's maybe even scarier to some people. You can control them. We'd rather just offset responsibility. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I'm going to tell you about Santa Claus's weight problem (laughs) when we come back from break. It's an interesting topic. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. of the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows also don't forget to check out the fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk stream live where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm every year around the holidays we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at the secret teachings That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM 
So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio. The mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. So you have these spirits of Christmas like Santa Claus and his elves and all the joyous things that people bring us, family time, loved ones, children, pets, all that. Then you have other spirits of Christmas. You have the Grinch, who stole Christmas, and you have the Scrooge who's just very upset. And then you have others like Krumpus, who is a very, very angry, negative, dark, father-like figure, a Darth Vader, who comes with sticks and whips and beats you if you don't do what you're told to do. And Krumpus has really been beating all of us all year, so much so that with our lack of energy and our lack of will, and our lack of awareness and perspective has allowed many of the Grinches who run our cities and towns and run our states and governments to steal Christmas. Some have said Christmas should be canceled. Others have said, if you have Christmas, just stay away from people. If you have Christmas, just don't have a good time. It's not a good time of the year. Now, although it should be noted that this so-called assault, this attack, this war, on Christmas, has been spoken about for years by a lot of people, particularly in the right wing. And although I've gotten on board with some component of it, I think that there's a war on religion across the board, all religion. What you hear about Islam is not real Islam. What you hear about Judaism is not real Judaism. What you hear about Christianity is not real Christianity. What you hear about a lot of Buddhism is not really Buddhism. You hear about the extremism, 
which justifies a hatred and a distrust for those religions and a call to abolish all of them to establish a world religion, part of the Great Reset, part of the microcosm of the Great Grand Conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter. Over in the UK, they've canceled Christmas. I know we have a lot of listeners over there. I don't know how severe it is, but I've heard that you don't have a Christmas this year. Kids are going to wake up in a little bit, or maybe they're already up. I know we're on at a different time there earlier in the morning. They're not going to have a Christmas in the same way that they did last year. Might not ever have a Christmas like last year again, because there's an all-out assault on Christmas, and I think it needs to be noted that the assault on holy days and the assault on religion in order to bring in this global uh, Catholic-like atheism, Catholic in the sense that it is universal, it is a Catholic atheism, I call it, universal atheism, that is the root core of socialist communism. That is the root core of communist Marxism. That's what the Soviet government said, is that they don't want there to be religion because they don't want anyone to rely on anything except for the state. So you get your check from the state, you stay home, you do what you're told, you get your present, Krampus doesn't come and beat you, you know. See, Anthony Fauci, so-called Dr. Anthony Fauci, who just turned 80 years old, I guess, this is his birthday week, he goes up to the North Pole, he says, and he vaccinated Santa Claus, right? He says he goes up, he vaccinates Santa, don't worry about it, kids, I took care of it for you, Santa Claus is immune to COVID now because I did the immunity test on him. That's what he said. Listen to this. Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity and he is good to go. Measured his level of immunity. That kind of reminds me of that. I'm going to reference Sunny in Philadelphia again. That episode of Sunny in Philadelphia where D, like D, one of the characters, she brings in this like little device with these handles, and it's it's just a big pyramid scheme. She's trying to sell this product, and like they, they hold him to the handles, and it, it's like, oh, you have 70 units, and he's like, oh my god, 70 units? Is that a lot of units? She's like, yeah, it's terrible. You have 70 units of stress. It's a lot of stress. He did an immunity test, yes. He conducted the immunity test on Santa Claus. Everything's good. What he didn't mention, though, and just think about, think about this for a second. This piece with the brown doctor, Fauci, and this woman in red. I mean, they're all wearing red. It's CNN. It's the Communist News Network. They're all wearing red. Fauci's sitting there with a smug look on his face. He looks like a rat, too. It's the year of the rat. And they just look so disingenuous, so corrupt, so evil, so lifeless. And it's captioned, the ABCs of COVID-19, can Santa come to our homes or can Santa still come to our homes this year? Fauci says that Santa can come bring the presents now. He's been vaccinated. But they don't tell you that you need two vaccines, supposedly, to be immune. That there's mutant COVID strains, right? There's one in Africa and one in the UK, and that's why they're having the lockdown. And CNN also reported that the vaccine won't work on obese people. That's a CNN headline. That was a big story. The CDC, they said, if you're obese, the vaccine is not going to work on you. Which means that the whole fundamental theory of vaccines is flawed and fraudulent. It's wrong. 
Because if you're obese and you're unhealthy, and like the CDC says, 94% of the people who have died of COVID have died of 2.9 additional conditions, including obesity, cancer, diabetes, etc. That's why they're dying, not of COVID. Well, COVID strained their body. No, the excess of 75 pounds strained their body. The taxation on their organs destroyed their body. The obesity, the diabetes, the mental and physical stress and torment, the inability to get around and move around, the unwillingness or un, the inability to eat properly, uh, those are the things that cause people to be sick. Electromagnetic frequencies, stress, chemicals, that's what causes people to be sick. So the vaccine won't work on the obese. Officially, they say if you're obese, the vaccine will not work. It will not protect you. So then you create this self-fulfilling prophecy. Let's say you're overweight, you're obese by some standard. I know it's arbitrary, but at some point it's like, yes, you're, oh, you're obese. And so you get a vaccine, and they say you're safe, and then you get sick and you die because you've got you know some form of organ failure because you're massively overweight. And I'm not saying this to make fun of people. I'm saying this seriously. And then you die, and they say you died of COVID. And they don't tell you that you got the vaccine. They don't tell you that the person got the vaccine. They just say you died of COVID. Well, did you get the COVID because of the vaccine? Did you get it because the vaccine didn't work? Did you get it because everybody has it in their body? It's like having fingernails or hair. It doesn't make you sick because you have it. It doesn't cause a disease. A vaccine can't prevent you from getting sick. It can make you sick. And then when your body reacts to it, they tell you that's the normal reaction of the body to the vaccines. Make It means it's working. No, it means it's poisoned you and your body's trying to get rid of it. That's why there really aren't a lot of distinct symptoms for various forms of disease. And doctors have to guess what the disease is because they're specifying that a certain disease is caused by a certain viral particulate or a certain bacteria or fungus. That's wrong. That's fundamentally inaccurate. It was proven over a hundred years ago that that's not how germs work. Yeah, there are germs. They cause fermentation, but they do not cause disease. They can change based on the environment, and one could argue they could be modified to enact an environment in the body to reverse engineer the natural process of what Antoine Bacamp talked about as being microzemas or microzymas so that they could make you sick. I'm open to that argument. But if Santa got a vaccine, he's obese. How's this vaccine going to work on Santa Claus if he's obese? They said that it doesn't work on obese people. Do you hear what I'm saying? I understand it was it was Elmo, you know. I understand Elmo was there. What about Santa Claus? I, I understand Fauci vaccinated Santa. I understand it's a PR thing. It's like NORAD tracking Santa. I get it. Okay, I, I get it. All right, I understand. It's like ah ha ha. That's funny. All right, but look, this implies and suggests. And nakedly exposes something. This is how far CNN will go to brainwash children and parents. It's how any kind of media, Fox News, CNN, all of them are the same. This is how far all of them will go. I mean, I like Tucker Carlson a little bit, but the rest of them, this is how far they'll go. So if they're doing this to children and their parents but specifically children, 
What do you think they're doing to adults on a nightly basis, a daily basis, on the radio, on the television, in the newsprint, all these talking heads telling you things that are just completely farcical, they're just total fallacies. It's just inaccurate. It's wrong. The information. This story about Fauci vaccinating Santa is about as true as them having a vaccine that is effective that can stop people from getting COVID. It's just you can't have evidence of it at all. There is no evidence because you can't have evidence. There's no Santa Claus. I'm sorry to break it to you. So you can't have Santa being vaccinated by Fauci. You understand that, right? There's no virus that causes a disease. According to the data from the CDC themselves, they can't isolate it. So there's no sickness, just like there's no Santa. People are sick because they're like Santa Claus. They squeeze their fat asses down a chimney, and they leave presents in front of the tree, and then they eat the milk and cookies. And when you eat the milk and cookies, and you do it excessively, you're going to gain weight. You're going to get sick. And if you don't gain weight, your body's not going to like it. You might not get fat. You might be skinny, look like you're in shape. Your body doesn't like all the fat and all the sugar. It doesn't like all the salt. It doesn't like the processed food. It doesn't know what to do with it. It can't process it. It's funny, it's called processed food, but your body can't process it. It doesn't like the acidity in the milk. And you've had decades of brainwashing on those subjects as well. Flour and sugar and milk and dairy and meat. All these things are good for you, but not just good for you, but good in excess. 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 A lot of them. Maybe Santa Claus was in the hospital in the UK because he had a heart attack. Maybe he had coronary heart disease. Maybe he had diabetes. Maybe he had hypertension. Maybe Santa had an overall poor quality of life, not because he had COVID, but because he was sick, he was overweight, he was obese. Maybe we shouldn't have been worried about trick-or-treaters for Halloween or meeting kids in the driveway or wiping down with Clorox wipes candy wrappers. Maybe we should have been concerned with the ingredients and the nutrition or the lack thereof in the candy. Maybe instead of being concerned about whether Santa Claus, a mythical, mystical figure, and whether he's going to have a disease and bring it to us or get sick from one of us, maybe we should be concerned with the milk and cookies we leave out for him. Maybe we should be concerned with the excessive amounts of pie, you know, and cranberry sauce and the other crap that people eat for Christmas. I'm not dissing your Christmas dinner, your Thanksgiving or whatever you eat. But you're telling me that you shovel food, all of us, we shovel food into our face more than three times a day and graze and snack most of the day in between those meals and it has zero effect on our bodies or our minds? Do you really think that it has no effect on us at all, what we put in our body, what we drink, what we eat, what we snack on? It has a huge effect, of course. The biggest effect, other than the mind and stress, that's what makes us sick. That's what makes us ill. That's what makes us diabetic. That's what makes us have heart disease. That's what gives us these problems. You know, one of the the sides, uh, side effects or the symptoms, we should probably say more accurately, but one of the symptoms of the COVID vaccine is trouble breathing. That's also a symptom of COVID-19. It's also a symptom of obesity. People get sleep apnea. So if you're obese and you have trouble breathing and you go to the hospital, they say you've got one of the signs of COVID. 
So they test you, and you've got this particle. You've got fingernails. You've got hair, so you must have COVID. So now they put you on a ventilator, and you die. Your body can't take it, so that was a COVID death. Or they keep you in the hospital. They pump you full of things. You die, and that was COVID. They give you the vaccine. You have more trouble breathing. Anaphylactic shock. Well, you couldn't breathe. That's COVID. It's taking natural bodily reactions, reclassifying them as the symptoms of disease, and then injecting poison into the body and telling you that when you have the same symptoms, these are side effects and it means it's working. So if no vaccine, you can't breathe, it's either obesity or COVID, and then if you die, it's always COVID, and then if you get the vaccine and you can't breathe, you died of COVID, you didn't die of the vaccine or obesity. I mean, this is not science, this is not health, this is nothing but fraud. It's total and absolute fraud. And what really pisses me off, and I mean it in like a really, I mean it in like a real sincere way, like this should piss everybody off. Like I have a son, this little guy is almost two years old. He won't be two years old until uh, March 30th of 2021. And this little guy, he comes over once a week. You know, his mom basically used me as a sperm donor. Long story. But he comes over one day a week. That's really all I can, you know, because I don't make a lot of money with radio. I have to work another job. So I get to see him once a week. He spends the night. We hang out the whole day the next day. And uh, this year, uh, Hope, who's been on the show before, she came over. And she brought, she given me this little Christmas tree. And she got me, uh, you know, a, little, a couple little gifts. And she got Fox some gifts. And I got her a couple gifts. And uh, we had like a little tiny Christmas. And... My son, he's ripping open the gifts that she got him, and she got him like a little little uh, car that you wind up and it drives because he likes cars, and she got him a calculator because he likes buttons, and it was really thoughtful stuff. And uh, I got him, I think I probably, I overstimulated him. <laughs> I got him like this giant plastic container of colored balls, like red, green, purple, yellow, blue, because he loves balls, and he loves colors, and he loves lights. So he was playing with these little balls and he got really upset when he, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't get them all out of the container. So he just turned it upside down. He dumps it and he's shaking, shaking, shaking. He gets all these balls out and we're just sitting there and we're playing with him and watching him and having fun watching this little guy. And to know this little dude I call him my homunculus. He's my little man. And just to see this little guy, this little dude playing with those little balls, playing with his little car, playing with his little toys, really oblivious to everything going on around him. Except there's daddy. There's hope. There's our, you know, that's the toy I want. I like those lights. Where's the food? I got to go to the bathroom and I'm going to go to bed. That's basically all that's going through his head. This little innocent homunculus. And if I sat him down in front of the television and he watched when he got a little older about how Fauci vaccinated Santa and Santa was dying in the UK of COVID and Elmo's wearing a mask and the, pup, the Muppets or puppets or whatever the hell they are, they're social distancing from each other and believe in our ideology or you're a racist and a bigot. To think that my son is being raised in that world and in that environment, it makes me upset, but it also makes me really happy because I'm aware of all those things. And I can tell my son, this is... And I can teach him, this is fraud. This is gaslighting. 
this is wrong. These people are evil. This is not science. Disagreeing with them doesn't make you a bad person. Think for yourself. Question what I'm telling you. I can teach my son those things. Perhaps most important, question what I'm teaching you. Yes, question me. That's right, me. Question me. Question the parent. I want you to question. I don't care how many times you ask me. Ask me. Daddy, why? 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 It's a natural instinct of children. Why? 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 Don't be dismissive of that. That's the natural human instinct that's beaten out of us like Krampus with his sticks and his little uh, whips. Because I told you so. You didn't do what you were told. Santa's not coming with gifts. You're not going to get a present this year. You're getting coal. And since some people didn't abide by what the Grinch or the Scrooge or Krumpus demanded, Boris Johnson and others have taken away your Christmas. And they've presented this outrageous propaganda to children and to adults telling us, well, Santa dying in the hospital, the NHS says, that was for adults, not for kids. Really, it's like bubblegum cigarettes. That must have been for, uh, for 50-year-olds, not for teenagers. You know, lollipop cigarettes. That's for, it's for, it's for uh, you know, elderly people. They like lollipops. You know, bubblegum. There's a, an episode of the X-Files, one of my favorite episodes. I have the uh, audio of it in my introduction, where uh, Mulder and Scully go to this school and there's like the spirit of evil there that's been called in by these uh, witches. And uh, t- the teachers are trying to prevent it. Trying to prevent this evil from coming about and killing people. And there's a scene where Mulder and Scully are talking to the teachers. You don't, they don't know that these are the actual witches and the, and the practitioners that are trying to stop the evil. And... Uh, Scully says something about how there really aren't, you know, satanic cults. They don't exist. And one of the guys says, and J. Edgar Hoover never admitted to the existence of the mob. Right? And uh, another one of the teachers says they, they prey on children and books and TV. They prey on children's innocence, another guy says. If you can't see that this is predatory behavior, like these TV shows, whether it's the Sesame Street show or it's Daniel Tiger, I don't let my kid watch any of this crap. Masks and social distancing and like, oh, we made the cookie monster better. Now he's a carrot monster. Ha ha, it's so funny. These, these, these are predators. And you can see the smug look on their faces. Yeah, I went to, uh, I went to vaccinate Santa Claus. Uh, I took care of business, all right? I'll bring your presents this year. I got a little elf named Bill Gates. And he's going to deliver the vaccines. And now everybody's excited. Now that oh, well, the vaccine's not going to work. Like, can you, just for a moment, put every bias aside and what you might think about politics and health and disease? Like, Do you not see how predatory that is? These people are the embodiment of Krampus. And they have not only beaten you down with sticks and with whips, 
Now they're coming more directly for your children because they've demoralized and de-energized the barrier between the state, authority, and the child, which is the household and the mom and the dad, the family. They've demoralized and broken it apart, and now they've pried open that coconut, and now they're going to get that delicious liquid inside, and they're just slurping it up. While there's some big, fat pedophile behind the scenes at Sesame Street going, put Elmo in a mask, put him in a mask, get the kids in a mask. You know, get, get the vaccine. Tell him Fauci vaccinated Santa Claus. As these evil people like Jabba the Hutt or something. And they're there on full display for all of you to see. And yet nobody's concerned about the Halloween candy. Nobody's concerned about Santa Claus eating the sugar and eating the flour and the processed foods and the milk. That's what makes you sick. And they tell you there's a scary super COVID and Africa and the UK and the world's falling apart. We're all going to die. It's horrible. What are we going to do? Please save us with a vaccine. We're the ones that are allowing them to steal the joy and the happiness. We're opening the door. The Grinch doesn't have to come in through the chimney and put that hose down the chimney and suck everything out. The Grinch was welcomed into our homes to steal the presents to defile the milk and the cookies and the children. The Scrooge. The Scrooge is actually kind of happy because everybody's suffering like he is. And Krampus is really in control. It's the year of Krampus. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I hope you have a good holiday. We'll be playing the interview with DM Murdoch tomorrow night. Until the end of this year, you got another week. $40 gets you a one-year subscription to the show. All the episodes you can download and stream and the montages, all of my books in digital form and a physical copy of one of my books, www.thesecretteachings.info, rdgable at yahoo.com if you have questions or you can use that email or PayPal, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. Thank you for supporting The Secret Teachings and The Fringe FM, being there for us like we are for you five nights a week. Stay safe, stay informed. And again, have a good, happy, joyous holiday. Don't let the Grinch steal Christmas. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, cool. I'm not. I'm kind of with you. But I had fun with my son and with Hope last night. And I hope that you have a good time no matter what you're doing, where you're at, wherever you're listening, even if you're locked down in the UK. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? 
Check out TheFringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info